0: Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast in a monologue with me, Olivia Neal i thought today we could do some reflecting not even reflecting it's reflecting on the past it is so what do you do when you're reflecting on the future kind of like planning the future discussing what we see for ourselves in the future because it's like you know what i'm feeling a bit witchy today it was like a new moon last night there's like thunder and lightning going on outside and i thought we could curl up and just like be little witches together and plan our futures manifest together because i'm like pretty like strong in my manifestation i don't believe in really anything else don't believe in any religion any witchery except for Manifestation. I, I truly do believe it, so I think we can discuss our goals together. Asked you guys on my Instagram to send in some of your goals where you see yourself in like ten years, etc. That kind of vibe, and thought I could share mine and we could just yeah discuss.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage. All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com special offer. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Okay, so last time I spoke to you was... Before I went to Harry Styles and I told you, I promised you that I would give you a full update. It's only fair. I mean, last time I spoke to you, I was kind of planning on him seeing me in the crowd. We lock eyes. They realize that we're soulmates. He leaves his probably wife at this point. I saw rumors that she's pregnant. Don't want to get it too into because I don't want to spread false rumors. I also like had to stop myself believing everything I see on the internet because I like, I'm such a sucker. I've said this before. I see something about a celebrity and I just take it as it's true. But then I see stuff about me and I'm like, where the fuck did people get this from? Like, so I started like stopping myself, like thinking that everything I see on the internet is fact. But anyway, I thought he would fuck off his like past life, anyone he's ever connected to. And we'd run away together, maybe to like Bali. And we'd live in like a little Airbnb, just like off the fruit of the land. Is that what you call it? We would just eat coconuts on the beach and we'd fall in love forever. I just thought, I just kind of got the vibe that might have happened it didn't happen but you know what I might go see him again (laughs) let me give you the full experience so I drove to Coventry me and my friend Edie I was hungover as fuck um I woke up in the morning and I I literally woke up at like half 12 like in the midday and had to be there in an hour and a half it's two hours away so I like climbed out of bed put on clothes and then basically when I was in Morocco and Mexico I got a bit of a dodgy tummy I think I maybe drank some tap water while I was like brushing my teeth or like sometimes they wash the fruit in the water that you're not supposed to drink and I think I might have quite a sensitive stomach because my I eat like literally the same thing every single day. It's not like I'm very adventurous with my food. I can't really be like as vegan like what am I going to eat? Some raw fish you know what I mean? You can't really do that. So my tummy never really goes through it because it's kind of just used to what I eat. So I think it was a mix of like the water and eating different foods I'm not used to. But safe to say that my tummy's not doing well. I went out on Saturday night to my friend's birthday and I went to the toilet five times within an hour. <laughs> and not just a fun little, I'm like, let me apply some lipstick. That wasn't it. It wasn't it. I was spending 10 minutes at the time on toilets. toilet. So really, I just had to go home early on a Saturday, on the Saturday because I wasn't having a good time because my tummy is in fucking pieces. So still got so drunk somehow. But um, yeah, woke up on Sunday, crawled out of bed, put on clothes, got in the shower, and then I began my journey to Coventry with my friend Edie to go see Harry Styles. It was two hours away. I drove. Because I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking drink. Like, I do not need to drink to enjoy going to see Harry Styles. Like, usually if I go to, like, a festival or a concert, I'm like, right, time to get blackout drunk. Because, like, big crowd of people, like... I I don't know like whenever I think of a concert or festival I'm thinking just getting drunk but I was like you know I'm gonna actually drive so it encourages me not to drink not encourages me like it means I have to not drink I woke up in the morning and I was like obviously fucking dying I was hanging on my arsehole so I was like let me have a coffee here again not good for the stomach the journey was interesting it was very interesting and funny because Edie was in Morocco with me too and she was going through the exact same thing it was just an intense journey and we were also it was like Pouring rain. It was very grey. We got to Coventry, which is like mid England, which is like I mean, I I don't really want to say anything. I literally went to like one park, so I don't have much to say about Coventry. But just like middle of England is not like the nicest. Northern England is not the nicest. Northern Ireland is not the nicest. Just like North UK is a bit dreary. Love the people so much. I think they're so much nicer than Southern England people. But it's just so dreary and grey up there. Anyway, we got there. Spirits were kind of high at this point. We'd listened to like One Direction and Harry Styles the whole way there. I'd kind of gotten over my like explosive, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and I got to the festival. It was interesting. I didn't actually know anyone else playing. I think it actually that's a complete lie. Lord was playing before him. I was just wondering the whole time. It was like um the BBC Radio one big weekend. It, it was really, really fun. But I was just like wondering the whole time, like, why is Harry Styles here? Because like I'm I'm actually so excited i'm going to glastonbury is that not like the biggest festival in the uk i don't really know much about festivals i've never actually been to like a proper festival like a three-day festival if you know what i mean obviously you could say i went to the festival this weekend but i literally drove two hours to see harry styles and then left again like i would not call that a festival experience but like i swear glastonbury is like the biggest one like why is harry styles doing the big weekend in coventry and not glastonbury or anything I don't know. I just found it really bizarre, but I wasn't complaining because I was there and I was ready to have a good time. I got, I think I got pretty close to the stage. I, I mean, I could see him. That, my main thing was I wanted to see his physical body, not just like on the screen. He came on. I absolutely shit myself. Not literally this time, luckily, but I was close to <laughs> Um, It was just a lot. It was so intense. I just have never seen Harry Styles in my life before. I never got to see One Direction when I was younger. So like just seeing him like actually in the fucking flesh, I couldn't believe it. And like, I love Harry Styles. Who doesn't love Harry Styles? But I'd never really been, I feel like I've never been properly obsessed with him. I've never been like, oh my God, I will have your children until I saw him performing live. He is the sexiest man I have ever seen in my entire life. And like, I just... Oh, it doesn't come across in photos or interviews or anything. Like just seeing him, like the way he dances on stage, he's, he's perfect at singing. I just, I don't know how the UK brewed something as beautiful as that, but we managed it. We did it. <laughs> anyway, it was an incredible, incredible experience. I then had to drive home at like 11 p.m. back from Coventry. And because I wasn't like drinking, I needed some sort of energy because I was also kind of hungover. So I had so many Red Bulls. I had like five or six Red Bulls. And I'm not a Red Bull kind of girl. Like I do not like Red Bull. I don't drink it. Like I remember whenever I was younger, there was this club in Belfast that did like 2.50 double vodka Red Bulls. So every time that deal was on, I was obviously getting double vodka Red Bulls and then I'd be sick. Or everywhere so that like the, the taste kind of scars me but then also the next day like I'd be because it was always on a Wednesday so you have to go into school the next day and I'd be sitting there in first period and my heart would be, be having full-on palpitations like my heart would be like pumping out of its chest because you're not meant to have that much red bull it's also really dangerous apparently to mix red bull with vodka but like I was 16 years old I did not care one bit but yeah I haven't had red bull since but I had five red bulls and I was like I literally feel like I'm on fucking I don't know. Like it was crazy. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I was like shaking me and Edie because like she didn't drink either. We were literally like, what is this? What is this feeling? We don't even need to drink anymore. We can just do Red Bull. And um, <laughs> I had to like drive home at 11 p.m. Like shaking all I'd eaten all day. It was like Thai sweet chili crisps and coffee. It was not good. It was probably mixed with the illness as well, but I just didn't care because I'd just seen the best concert of my entire life. I know I really want to go see another one. I think I might become a Harry Styles groupie, just sack off everything else and just become a Harry Styles groupie because it was honestly a religious experience. I cannot recommend enough. If you could ever get your hands on any Harry Styles tickets, please i'm really advising you strongly to on the way home me and edie got in this full conversation about like we were just like it was actually kind of creepy now i think what it but like we were like picturing our lives together with him when we were older and he like i don't know guys it just like it did something to me this performance it did something to me and i literally like anytime i think of the future now i just think of him like i and same with edie like i think every girl there is probably experiencing the same thing as me right now but it was just like I'm literally a, a kind of in love with him I think I've got feelings for him like I don't think I can be with anyone else from now on because I will have feelings for Harry Styles so is that like cheating like probably if you have feelings for someone else that's cheating and I have feelings for Harry Styles it's just how it is but then I so then I had the idea to ask you guys on my Instagram story like where do you see yourself in 10 years just to see if anyone else had Harry Styles I did get a few Replies to my Instagram saying, like, when I was like, What do you see in your future? A lot of people did say Harry Styles. So it, it, it's comforting to know that I'm not the only delusional one here. Also, it's kind of sucks because he's definitely into older women. Because, like, if you look at his past girlfriends, they're all like 15 years older than him. And I, I am unfortunately a good seven years younger than him. But, like, hopefully this is something he can look past. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I asked you guys on my story, Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Like, what's in your future? And I think it's a really interesting one because, like, I do have existential crises sometimes whenever I think of the future. It's a it's a scary thing. Because like whenever I was younger, I if I looked 10 years in the future, I would not see myself here. And I'm always like, would I be happy with where I am? I also think like sometimes like it's pointless because you cannot predict it. Like if you asked me 10 years ago where I'd be, I would not say like where I am now. So I'm like, what's the fucking point in planning? But then sometimes I love planning things. Like I think it's really, really fun. And like, I love envisioning things for myself. I love making like Pinterest mood boards for the future. I love making like goals, like lists of things I wanna do. And like, yes, I think it's kind of pointless planning, but also sometimes I'm like, it's manifesting. And I do strongly believe in manifesting. I think it works. I'm not like a very like shwoop doo like hippie, like crystals and things like that. But I do believe in manifesting i think it genuinely works so what's the harm in talking about it let's all share with, like what we're gonna what we have planned for the future and then maybe it will come true i also like when i asked my instagram story like what are your plans for the future like where do you see yourself in 10 years i used a photo of harry styles in the background and that was me subtly saying that i will be married to him in 10 years someone said can't even decide what i want for dinner <laughs> Okay, fair enough. It is really hard to like say your life goals. I hate when people are like, so where do you see yourself in the future? I get asked that quite a lot because like I'm like signed to a management and we have these things at the start of every year called a strategy meeting. I'm sure it's like the same in a lot of like fields and like careers. You have like strategy meetings and you basically just kind of plan and you make goals, what you want to do for the year. And then you like try to like, tick off all those goals throughout the year. And in the strategy meeting, they're always like, so where do you see yourself in the future? I'm like, what What kind of question is that? <laughs> please rephrase that like I just can never answer it I don't know and I don't like like sometimes I don't like making too big plans or I feel stupid making like big goals I always like kind of keep goals to myself like this is going to sound so fucking stupid I actually wasn't even going to ever say this but like it's like my lifelong dream to go to the Met Gala but I never wanted to say it because people are going to hear that and be like oh you're you're a stupid bitch like you're never gonna make it there I know I'm even thinking I should never have said that but you know what? I'm putting it into the world I would love to go someday I think it looks like so much fun but then also like influencers get so much hate because at the end of the day I'm a fucking influencer I'm a youtuber tiktoker do you know what I mean like I don't belong at the Met Gala but I just want to go is that so bad I wanted to go when I was 16 before I even did social media. It's just, it just looks so much fun. But yeah, it is just like, it is hard to decide things you want to do in the future. And like, that's like, whenever I have my strategy meeting and they ask me what I want to do in the future, that's that not what they want to hear. They don't want me to say, I want to go to the Met Gala. They want me to be like, I want to start a business. I always get asked that. They're like, because I feel like a lot of YouTubers and influencers go into like business. Like they all like make businesses, for example, like Chamberlain Coffee or people always make like jewelry brands and clothing brands like people people do that a lot like Grace Beverly does like Tala do you, like you know there's like gym wear like there's like it's it's a very sustainable thing because influencing is so up and down like how many times like if, if you think back five years ago the kind of YouTubers you watch guaranteed like half of them don't do it anymore just so like how are they making money like how like not even like they're not doing it anymore, but like people just like change who they like frequently. Like that's not anyone's problem. That's just like people grow up and they move on and they like start liking different people's content and it's just not for them. But like you still need to make money somehow if you're an influencer. And that's why I think a lot of people bring out brands it's just like something that you can have till you're literally 60 years old if it does well but I I just like I every time like someone asks me like what kind of brand would you want to have I have no idea because I don't think I have a niche I would actually kind of love to have a brand like because whenever like people stop liking me and people start watching my content then I don't really have anything to fall back on but then I always think in that case I might become a pilot because like I have like the money now to put myself through pilot school. I hate even thinking about this because I love being an influencer so much. But like it does scare me a lot that the like it's that fragile that someday it can just stop. And I don't have some sort of business to like fall back on. And like if YouTube shuts down, if TikTok shuts down, I, I, I don't have anything except my love for flying so like that's kind of like my backup thing (laughs) like if it ever goes to shit i will put myself through pilot school because i love i love flying so much and it's a fantastic job so that's my backup i don't have any ideas for business yeah because like i don't have a niche like emma chamberlain loves coffee so of course she's gonna do coffee and like she's known as like the coffee queen the coffee connoisseur but like i just don't have a niche there's no gap in the market for me so I don't really have a business because obviously like I have done collaborations like my motel rock stuff that's a collaboration but I don't I don't know can I speak about this like I don't make money off any of the sales for that like they literally pay me to do the stuff that I post on my social media do you know what I mean like the TikToks that you see that say ad in front of it that's what I get paid for that's like that whole contract and obviously I obviously I have like a a say in the designing of it as well and I get to pick the pieces but that's all like that contract is like I don't actually own anything in that like I don't own part of that business so like everything I've ever done is just like paid posts collaborations it's not actually my own business whereas like Emma Chamberlain for example probably owns the majority of Chamberlain Coffee like she's making money every time that you buy something from her website and I love doing collaborations, I think it's so much fun, like, starting up a business, how the fuck would you even do that, like, that's intense, you have to, like, register and all with the government, like, it's a lot, like, if anything goes wrong, it's on you, whereas, like, with the Motel Rock stuff, I really, really enjoy doing it, and, like, pay post collaborations, because, like, they do the, kind of, the heavy work, and you just get to do the fun bits, which is, like, the designing and the, like, TikToks, like, sh- and the shoots and stuff, like, I love doing that stuff, but just, like, making a company sounds like a lot, especially if, like I don't I wouldn't want to make a company if it was just a cash grab and at the minute I feel like that's what it would be because there's nothing that I feel genuinely passionate about like that I would want to make a company for and want to sell my own products I think it'd be so fun I would love to do it someday because like having it's like your own little baby having a company but we'll see maybe in the future if I ever find out something that I would like to like put my name to so yeah those strategy meetings never really go that amazingly because i just cannot make decisions about what i want to do in the future so i'm with you there i get that that you can't decide what to have for dinner so how are you going to make plans for the future i can decide what i want to have for dinner tonight i was actually just thinking about it i'm gonna have vodka pasta i've been having it every single night for dinner i like i had it once and it was just that good i was like why would i possibly want to have anything else for dinner it's so, like, all you have to do is I'm just going to give you the recipe now. This is a vegan version and it's incredible. So you just fry off an onion and garlic, put in some tomato paste, splash of vodka, cook that all off till the vodka disappears, and then put in some soy cream and then put your pasta in. And it's delicious. Put in some chili flakes if you like some spice. Oh, guys, I it's so easy and so, so nice. You'll have it once and then you're going to ruin your life because you're not going to be able to have anything else for dinner again. Like, I'll go out for dinner and I'll just be sitting there eating it, being like, well, this is shit. It's not as nice as my vodka pasta at home.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: This isn't like, I'm not really going to talk about this that much, but someone said, don't limit yourself by making plans for a future self you know nothing about, which I absolutely love. That is such a good one. But then I am going to spend the next half an hour talking about all our future plans. (laughs) I just think that is really important though, because like, I feel like I'm literally a different person than I was last year. Like I have matured so much. Like, no, I want fucking babies. I don't, I'm not going to have a baby anytime soon. I'm 20 years old, but like they're in my head. A year ago, if you told me I was going to have a baby, I'd be like, no, I'm going out for seven days in a row in London to like Love Island clubs. I don't want to be a baby. <laughs> like I have literally changed so much in the past year. Like now I like, I, f- I feel like I live quite a wholesome life that I'm like, you know what? I feel a little bit maternal. Like I can definitely have children in my 20s. Speaking of 20s, someone said, is it weird that I've never seen myself living past my 20s not in like a like a dark way just I just never have really seen myself living past my 20s I completely completely get what you mean I used to like always say like I I n- not in a bad way like not in like a depressing way or anything but I never really saw myself living into like my middle aged life like I just cannot I especially when I was younger I could not picture myself having children working like just like living like, like the normal, like middle-aged life, like having children and like going to pick them up from school and just like everything my mom and dad does. I mean, then I look at them and like, they are so happy. I think like my, my mom and dad are so happy. They're happily married. Like they, they seem to be really happy, like doing just like what I could never see myself doing. So I'm sure maybe it's just like an immaturity thing that I could never see myself. Like I can't picture myself being 35 like I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna be doing when I'm 35 that scares me so much and then I'm just like oh I don't know life seems so long sometimes like the fact that I'm only a quarter of a way through it I've probably got 60 more years left what the fuck am I gonna do for 60 years who knows? It scares me. I want to move on from this one because I cannot, I cannot picture myself doing, like, just doing life for 60 more years. It's actually crazy. In the past, like, years since, because I feel like the, my current life at the minute is kind of like the life of, like, a 26-year-old, if I'm going to be honest, because obviously all my friends from school in my year are all at uni still, so they're still, like, like living the uni lifestyle, like, going out all the time. But because I've been like working and like in this, like as you're doing YouTube and whatever for like a couple of years now, I've now got my own flat. I've got my cat. Like it's ju- it's giving 26. It's giving me 25, 26. It's giving like just left uni is now like living in London, has their own flat. Like it- it's giving 25. Do you know what I mean? Like I just feel like a 25 year old. So I'm not why I'm kind of like, like that's why I'm kind of like thinking about children. Now. I'm like, I could have children. And something really, really exciting has happened. I actually remember in the like a couple of weeks ago in the podcast I said that I was looking at horses and that I found one that I really really liked well it, I think it's fucking happening oh my god I'm gonna cry I think it's happening I actually think I might buy a horse I'm gonna sell my horse in Belfast I think can I say that I don't know my dad might kill me but yeah I'm leaving that chapter behind the one that I <laughs> possibly bought a year ago that was so fucking stupid why did no one stop me You know what? At the time, I just hated my life in London so much. And I had a boyfriend at home. It all seemed like it made perfect sense. I just always thought that would be me moving back home. And then I would just commute to London for events and stuff as if I would ever have done that either. Like I would definitely have become like a little hermit in Belfast. But it made sense at the time. It didn't work out. And I'm not going to sell it. And I'm actually so excited to be buying uh like apartment in london and i think i'm literally gonna stay in it until i'm like 35 like it's definitely like a well not a forever home because it's like two bedroom so i couldn't have that big a family in it but like i i literally will never want to leave is what i'm trying to say it's so cute it's in like my dream area it's just oh I'm so excited about it and I cannot wait to share with you like the moving process because I filmed like the whole moving process whenever I bought my house in Belfast and I literally love those videos like I love watching them back and it's just I feel like you guys enjoy it too but this is just like the most exciting thing ever because I can genuinely see myself living in this house I can see myself having a fucking child in this house which is crazy like whenever i saw this house i was picturing having a child what the fuck is going on? should i become like a like a, like a, a teen mom even though i'm i'm in denial and i'm not a teen anymore i'm very much 20 but like i i just like i just feel like what the fuck am i going to do cuz like my mom didn't have children until she was 31 that's 11 years wait what am i going to do for 11 years like, can I not have a child and like dress it up in nice clothes and stuff and bring it around and have I'm literally talking about a child if it's a dog. <laughs> like I was gonna say, bring it around to cafes with me. Like just get a fucking dog, Livia. Okay, but I am thinking maybe I'm having a full-on like like brain vomit here. I am thinking of getting a dog whenever I move to this house because I got a garden in this new house, which I'm so excited about. I mostly was thinking about it for Phil as well, because bless him. He sits out in my balcony every day and like looks longingly at the grass down below. So now he finally can go out into the garden. But I am thinking of maybe getting a dog. Let's let's stay with the dog first before we think of babies. Okay. I think that's more responsible and mature. If I, if I do a gradual transition into baby, I have dog at 21 and then I have baby at 23. Is that to you? <laughs> well, I just don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do in my life. Someone give me some inspiration. I need to take up a hobby so I can have like a hobby instead of a fucking baby. <laughs> why am I feeling maternal it's so weird I never thought this would be me when people are like like people like put up TikToks of like little babies and like everyone would be commenting be like oh my god I need so much and I'd be like oh that baby's ugly as fuck like I do not want a baby like and I would see them all giggling and stuff and all I could think about was like how shitty they are like they just shit themselves every day also me though and then like they cry and like I just like never ever appealed to me and I'm just like it might be quite nice it might be maybe we'll see okay someone said marriage is outdated and the world is overpopulated as fuck so no hubby or babies for me I feel like also by the way like all of the replies I got were either about like marriage or babies which is so weird like why is that all we see for us in our future like surely there's a lot more going on than marriage and babies but is there because then like you always have that like family friend who never got married never had children and like sometimes it's just like are you not a bit bo- bored a bit lonely like i don't think that's for me obviously like it's up to everyone if they want to get married or not like some people some people's worst nightmares but i just like i think because i'm quite like a boyfriend kind of gal, like i've i've always got someone on the go i like don't really like being on my own <laughs> it's not to sound like an absolute slut but like i just like having company sometimes so like i think marriage that it will probably happen to me but then i'm also like Marriage is such a weird concept. Like I swear like the original kind of meaning of marriage is kind of fucked up. It's literally just to be like that you can share money. Like it's literally a financial thing. And also like I don't want to be married by the church because I'm not religious. I've never been to a church. That's such a lie. Of course I've been to a church, but like I've never like been to a church for like a religious ceremony kind of thing. Like I so I don't want to be married by a church. So why am I just like getting this piece of paper signed by the government for the sake for the sake of what? The only reason I would want a marriage is not to, like, prove my, like, commitment or love to anyone. It would literally be for the fucking wedding. Like, I want a fun wedding so badly. I was never, like, growing up, I was never, like, one of those children who'd be like, oh, my wedding will be the best day of my life. I can't wait to walk up the aisle. Like, fuck that. I don't care about that. All I care about is the party afterwards. Everyone always talks about how fun weddings are and I've never been to one. Like apparently it's just so fun because everyone's like 27, everyone's single, the drinks are free. Like it's just a huge big party. It sounds like so much fun and I want to go to one. If anyone's getting married listening to this, like please invite me to your wedding because I just want to experience it. But because I've never experienced one, I'm thinking like maybe I should just get married young and have a big fuck off wedding that everyone will talk about it for years to come. I want to have it in like a really warm place, maybe in like Tuscany, or maybe you know yeah, I think Tuscany, like a big vineyard. Everyone gets fucked up. We all jump in the pool at the end of the night. Like that sounds like a bit of me. Like that would just be so much fun. But the thought of getting married, I guess no. Like but then you know when you have like I have a couple friends and their parents aren't married. And I think it's super cool. Like they're, they're like, I guess, girlfriend and boyfriend, they live together, they have a family, but they're not married. And I just really like that. I'm like, maybe I'll do that. I feel like that's very much a celebrity thing to do, isn't it? To like, I'm, I'm also like not like that keen to get married before I have a baby. I don't know. I'm like Everyone in my family is very like traditional, like get married then have a baby. But I'm just thinking, fuck it. Should I break the rules a little bit? Should I have a baby out of wedlock? Get shunned? That could be fun, uh, My actually, my actual family is really religious, so they probably would shun me. But I don't know. I just don't think like marriage is like that important to me. And the world is overpopulated as fuck, so you don't really need to have a baby. You could definitely like not add to the population problem and instead adopt, or else not have a baby. Like it's so funny, like the lengths that people go to to have their own baby. Like I'm watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians at the minute, and like the lengths Courtney and Travis are going to have a baby. Like they are doing the fucking most. She has to drink a cup of his semen every single day just so that like it will raise their chances of having a baby like that is fucked up. Like how, sorry, just give up. Like you've already got like, they've got five children between them. How many more do you need? Like adopt someone. It's crazy to me. (laughs) But yeah, um, I think you could definitely not add to the population problem and instead relieve it by adopting but we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? I might not even be fertile. I've been on the pill since I was like 13. So it's not looking good for me. I don't know. Does that actually affect your fertility? Not 13. I was 14, I think. But I don't know if that affects your fertility. I don't know. Again, not something I should even be thinking about at the minute. I just need to fucking wise up. I'm 20 years old. I'm not having a baby. But I want one. I love those little chubby cheeks. But my problem is, right, I really like blonde babies. I was in Mexico recently and there was this little blonde child he was there was was a boy and a girl they're twins and they were um blonde hair and they were really tan because they must have been like little like I mean they were American but they were in Mexico so like they must have been like there for a couple weeks they were tanned and blonde and they had little ringlets and they're running around and I was like wow I only want my baby if it looks like that (laughs) and my baby's not gonna look like that because I have dark brown hair I'm not gonna lie dark brown hair babies aren't that cute like the photos of me as a baby are kind of disgusting because it looks so like bizarre like I was like a little peel little ratty fetus baby with like a, he- a full head of dark brown hair it just looked weird it doesn't look natural I want a blonde baby is it t- is it wrong to bleach your baby's hair I'll get my baby and it's a month the in London after it comes out the womb <laughs> full head highlights Someone said, all I know is that I want to be a yummy mummy with a family living in a Victorian townhouse. So I, whenever I was living in Belfast, always kind of saw myself like moving back there and having children there. Like that would be where like where my children grew up, where I lived my last few years of my life. I'm I'm acting as if like the last like 50 years is like the last few years, but I just always saw myself moving back to Belfast eventually and raising my family there. And I I think it is the best, like, education system I think it's got a fantastic education system so much better than England but I moved to London and I discovered the yummy mummies of Notting Hill and ever since it's all I want to be but also they're always fucking miserable and they've always got like extreme alcohol problems and drug problems like it's not as glamorous as you think but like ever since just seeing them driving around in their their packs of Range Rovers I'm like I need that to be me none of them work they just go to Pilates or some of them work as like interior designers and stuff. I'm like, fuck, that is the fucking life. Like... I just always want to I like okay I, I I don't want to be that because I'm also like a very independent girl boss woman like I do not want to live off my husband that is not something I'm interested in doing I do want my husband to be successful what I want is like Victoria Beckham David Beckham kind of vibes because she's not a wag like she is not she was successful like before David Beckham I'm pretty sure like I think they're both as successful as each other which I love like I love that so much I think they're such girl bosses them too <laughs> but uh the like the whole t- Victorian townhouse. In London, like going to Pilates every morning, getting your copy from Gales. Like that is honestly the goal, kind of. Kind of. But also I do want to be like a big CEO girl boss. So I'm in a constant battle in my mind about that. But I definitely do think I would see myself living in London forever. It's hard. I feel like if anyone is listening to this that's moved to London, it's hard once you move to London to move away again anyone I speak to about it like has had the same thing like it's just like because it's obviously the the most fast paced. like best it is like the best city in the UK I mean there's no really denying that you can't say like Belfast is better than London but like I I, people move out a lot whenever they're like 40 because it is just so high pace and if you've been doing like a finance job or something in London for 20 years like fucking hell like I would have a full head of gray hair I understand why people like that want to move out of London but like it's just like once once you move here it's kind of hard to move away it's just so fun and so nice and I kind of want to live here for the rest of my life I can't see myself living in America and I would like to sometimes think like whenever I was younger I kind of saw myself moving to Australia and living there there was a a girl in my class that moved to Australia and her life just looks like literally when we were like 10 years old and her life is just like completely different to ours like it's the lifestyle they live in Australia is like seems so much more like laid back and relaxed and it's quite actually similar to the UK which is why I could kind of see myself living there it's just the move there was it's so daunting like halfway across the world like you're only gonna see your family once a year maximum and then also like how do you make friends like if, if i moved to a different city i think it'd be quite easy to make friends but like a whole different continent like that would be tough and as for america i will never live there in my entire life <laughs> I also think I got the reason I'm saying these countries is because like I am a little like like I just don't speak any languages and I hate myself for it. Like whenever I go on holiday, I speak English to everyone and just like expect them to speak English back, and I I catch myself on like you're the most ignorant little stupid person ever. (laughs) Like I hate myself. Like I'm like you could have done the fucking bare minimum and learned some of these languages, like some of these European languages, but no i know no spanish the only thing i know kind of is like french and maybe a little bit of italian but yeah i would have to live in a english predominantly english-speaking country if i was to move anywhere and that's really just like the uk america and australia is it there could be so many more i wouldn't know i'm not very good at geography is that geography who knows but america is just like not appealing to me like it's just like the stuff i see on the news would put me off ever living there i would like to visit some more places there i want to kind of i kind of want to go to la literally just for like ironic reasons like i just want to go just to see like the lifestyle because you you see so much about it online like the la lifestyle like the people there and everyone's just like social climbing and stuff and i just am really interested to like see it with my own eyes and i think it'd be a great podcast oh my god i should go to la and like experience it all and like experience because remember i told you i was me i met white boy coral i was still never good over that i met white boy coral when i was in mexico and he was telling me about um like the the, like culture in LA and she's like just so bizarre so I really want to go spend a couple weeks there and then do a podcast about it and I'll tell you everything but I also I don't know if I can because they, you know when you go to parties and stuff they take your phone off you and like make you sign NDAs I'd fuck it I'd break the NDA for you right I'm gonna go now I'm gonna head off and you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go make myself some vodka pasta because i can't get enough i'm addicted i going to check myself into rehab for vodka pasta it's so bad every single night but it's also delicious so i'm like who the fuck cares it's got vegetables in it it's got you know what let me not even try it. it's so fucking bad for you like it's, and i have huge balls but then sometimes i make some tender stem broccoli and i put two pieces of tender stem broccoli beside it and i'm like okay balance anyway i love you thank you so much for listening to this bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia.